What's the difference between your app with other similar apps? Hello and welcome to Hello Femtech, the podcast that features femtech changemakers across the globe creating changes and improving the lives of women. With your two hosts, I'm Kompik Liu from Design Angel and my co-host Ari Shashak from Sikolovia. So I think that's a really interesting observation. So like really famously, um, Apple started tracking selenium before it allowed people to track menstruation, right? It's something mm-hmm. that um, just never occurred to the Apple boardroom that it should be something that people might want to track, which is just a fascinating bias and then talks about kind of who's in power and the positions they hold um, in like a social commentary kind of way. But because of that, there's been, I would say, a lack of investment. And you can say this for most hardwares. So that could be um, that could be Apple products, that could be Garmin products, that could be Android products, Fitbit products, it could be Aura, it could be Whoop, it could be, there's lots of different hardwares out there that are doing the grunt work around biometric uh, data collection, which is kind of like your heart rate, heart rate variability, basal body temperature, some of them include pulse oximeters now, that sort of thing. Because the science is not out there for allowing you to, within the algorithms in your hardware and, and how your software works, to actually capture that information and reinterpret it for female persons, all of that information is being collected as male. And then the results that you get are showing you. So yes, like your heart rate is your heart rate, but it's not telling you, you know, oh, in phase four of your menstrual cycle, your heart rate is expected to have 10% variability. And so maybe you're not actually more stressed out right now, which uh, different watches will famously alert you. Oh, maybe you need to take time to breathe. Your heart rate's a bit high. Or you just have really high estrogen and progesterone right now, and that's actually normal for you. And and there's no, I mean, everyone can take a moment to stop to breathe, but maybe there isn't a a stress-related function. That is why your heart rate is higher. So there's lots of really interesting kind of pieces like that that just don't kind of account for that variability. And then in softwares, a lot of softwares, I will say, are trying to start to include female health biometrics. But a lot of places only do what we, they're, they're glorified calendars with some self-report. So if you think about Glow and Clue and Flow, they are specifically menstrual cycle trackers. And so what that means is they assume a 28 to 32 day menstrual cycle, which is a normal length of a cycle. You input when your period starts and when your period stops, and then when your next period starts, and then it creates a series of predictions based off of that. So It's your actual kind of when you're actually menstruating, how many days that is, and then how many days between your first day of your period and then the first day of your next period. And that's the length of your cycle. But within your cycle itself, you have, and and researchers debate this, but with my norm of what we've landed on, we like the, the science around five phases. And those phases are not scalable. So that means that if you're a little bit longer or a little bit shorter, you can't just kind of shuffle and crunch or expand different phases adjust at different lengths, which means that your experiences of those phases, those hormonal clusters, will actually be different depending on who you are and and what your hormonal patterning actually looks like. Um, And so right now, the only way that we know how to actually get that data up until now has been blood draws or urinary LH sticks, so peeing on a stick in the morning, or basal body temperature measurements or um, with saliva swabs in the morning. And so mm. it's been, we call it a wet lab experience where you're like, 
you're taking bodily fluids and, and measuring the amount of hormone dose that you have in your body. And because most softwares don't have a function that actually measures the hormone, they just measure the length of time, um, they are just guessing at your calendars. And so one of the big limitations, even with massive monsters, like just really successful softwares like Clue, yeah. is they try and partner with, with universities to do research on female health, and they end up throwing out 50 to 80% of their data because they're not actually reinterpreting the raw data for female variability because they're not measuring hormones, they're just measuring time. Thanks for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting app and get notified the moment a new episode comes out. Halo Femta is an initiative by Sikalovia and Design Angel. Thank you to Pashel Tashi for producing and editing this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor by rating and reviewing our show on the podcast. It will help us grow the show and make future episodes even better. If you want to connect with other changemakers that we feature in our podcast, go to our website, halofemtech.com, and join our community. You'll find helpful resources and industry events. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.